grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Text for our meditation this morning, the Old Testament reading, the familiar Sunday school story of David and Goliath, 1 Samuel 17, 40 to 51, especially the last sentence. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled, their brothers in Christ. February 23, it probably does not ring any kind of a bell in your mind. It is probably nothing significant. It certainly isn't on the church calendar. Now tomorrow we have St. Matthias, but the 23rd is just kind of out there. Unless you're a military buff. If you're a military buff, you know that it was on February 23, 1945, that the flag was raised on Iwo Jima. And Joe Rosenthal took that famous picture. Battle wasn't quite over. In fact, three of the flag raisers died later on on Iwo Jima. It all happened on February 23. February 23. 1896, Santa Ana stormed the Alamo. If you're from Texas, this day is etched in your mind. In Nebraska, not so much. February 23, 1847, future president Zachary Taylor defeated a an overwhelming number of Mexicans at the Battle of Buena Vista. And to bring in just a little bit of church battle, in the year 303, February 23, Emperor, hope I get this right, Pastor, Diocletian, is that how you say it? Emperor Diocletian unleashed the last and the most horrific persecution of Christians. It's fitting that we should gather here for our Winkle on the 23rd of February and think about battle. Our Old Testament reading brings one of the most famous battle scenes recorded in all of Scripture. You have the little shepherd boy, David, and the mighty giant Goliath. Too many times we reduce this account, this biblical narrative, to nothing more than a cute little veggie tale story. I don't remember when I was young and hearing this in Sunday school or vacation Bible school, I don't remember hearing the end of the story. Oh, of course, David whips his slingshot. The one smooth stone out of five in his pocket goes deep into the forehead of Goliath. Goliath falls down. Everybody cheers. And then David takes Goliath's sword and chops off his head. I think as a young adolescent boy, I would have remembered the chop off the head part. <laughs> 
I think that was conveniently sanitized from the Sunday school story. And if you continue reading on in Samuel, you'll see that David not only chopped off Goliath's head, but he carried it around with him like a trophy. Today, I want us to ponder on battle. Doing battle against our enemies. So, who's your enemy? That's the most important question before you go to battle. You don't want anyone to die of friendly fire, do you? Of course not. So, who's your enemy? The Russians? The Chai Coms? Iraq? Iran? Oh, I know. It's the Trump cult. That's our enemy. Certainly those who align politically different than we do. Those are our enemies. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. That's where we draw the line for our enemies nowadays, right? Too often, we get mixed up with regard to who our enemies truly are. In our Old Testament reading for today, it was clear. The Philistine army was the enemy. They threatened the destruction of Israel. Death was imminent. Little shepherd boy David gets sent by mommy and daddy with some sandwiches for brothers on the front line. What could go wrong? In their wildest dreams, they never thought that David would be the one doing battle with Goliath. What prompted David to be the hero of our story? Was it some sort of king or messiah complex? Absolutely not. As he heard, the Philistine, Goliath, mock the children of Israel, but more importantly, mock the children of Israel's God, David became incensed. He could not believe that no one would come to God's defense. If no one would do it, he would. And so with, with no pre-planned motives, armed with his slingshot and the word of God, he does battle. And he wins. And with the champion of the enemy dead, the Philistines fled, and the children of Israel mopped up. In our gospel reading, Jesus does battle. He does battle with Satan himself. What does Jesus use for a weapon? A club? A spear? A slingshot? No. The word that comes out of his mouth. The powerful, life-changing, life-giving, devil-destroying word of God. Today, 
As we gather here, brothers in Christ, brothers in the ministry, I think it's a good time for us to evaluate. Who are we doing battle against? What is our greatest enemy? I'm sure that by now your kids in catechism class have gotten at least two, if not through, the Lord's Prayer. How is God's will done? God's will is done when he breaks and hinders every evil plan and purpose of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature. In one respect, you can say that our enemy is this unholy trinity of the devil, the world, and our flesh. It is a daily battle. God calls us to battle each and every day in the waters of holy baptism where we drown and die with our sin and passions and evil lust and come forth a new creation, a new creature ready to serve God and our fellow man. My friends, Scripture is also quite clear. There are many times and many places during this season of Lent, this Passion Tide, when we will read that the greatest enemy that we face is death itself. Death itself. Like David's brothers and the rest of the children of Israel, we quake and we fear. We shudder at the thought of the Goliath of death that looms and hangs over not only us, but our loved ones and the whole world. If you saw ashes on Ash Wednesday, you were reminded not only of others' mortality, but even your own. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our enemy, death, is defeated once and for all by the perfect life, bloody death, and glorious resurrection of Jesus for you, for me, and for the life of the world. Now, knowing that our sins are forgiven and our name is written in the book of life, we are ready to do battle each and every day, not with each other, but with the devil, the world, and our sinful flesh. My friends, we are united in battle, Christ's battle, and our weapon is the powerful Word of God. May God bless us to that end. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts, our minds, our lives, and our battles in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.